the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Sponsored by the Law Office of Robert Bergman. Welcome to Plan Your Estate Radio with your host, San Jose Estate Planning Attorney Bob Bergman. Bob's been practicing law for over 30 years and is certified by the State Bar of California as a legal specialist in estate planning trust and probate law. Bob is here to help you set your house in order with valuable insights you can use today to prepare a better tomorrow for your loved ones. And now your host for Plan Your Estate Radio, Attorney Bob Bergman. Good afternoon, San Francisco Bay Area. This is estate planning attorney Bob Bergman, and I am so happy to be with you this Friday afternoon, May 11th, 2018. I hope you like that intro music as much as I do. That was actually written and performed by an old friend of mine from my days with the Children's Theater in San Jose, John Taylor. John Taylor, uh, formerly of the Cirque du Soleil O show in Las Vegas, where he was the music director for a couple of years. And now he basically teaches kids theater and things like that up in Oregon. So this is a shout out to you, John, if you're listening. Uh, Thank you so much for letting me use your wonderful music for my show. Now, I'm going to share something with you right now, a little bit of personal information about me. Back when I was in high school, I actually sent away for the LP records from the Columbia School of Broadcasting. Anybody remember that? I think they're actually still around. They probably don't do LP records anymore. Imagine they use little uh, uh, MP3 files and stuff like that, maybe um, thumb drives. But back in the day, back in high school, I had this dream of going on the radio someday and actually being a radio announcer. I I thought about, you know, being a DJ or something like that. I I never visualized doing something like talk radio because back then— which was, by the way, 45 years ago when I was in high school thinking about that, there was no such thing as talk radio yet on the radio. There were news shows. There were music shows, classical shows, for example, where all you heard was classical music. And every now and then, a velvet-voiced announcer would come in and tell you what the next piece was. And then there'd be commercials shoved in there. But there was no talk radio. Now, Fast forward now, and now it's about 2004, 2005. Back then, my mother had just passed away in 2004. And that fact, having lost my father four years earlier, stopped me thinking in my tracks, what do, what do I really want to do with the future? I've been practicing law for a number of years, but I thought, hey, maybe I should look into doing voice work, because by then there was talk radio, there was now voiceover work, a lot of animated films and TV shows and commercial work. So I actually went to Voice One Studios 
in San Francisco. And this is a shout out to Elaine Clark, who's the owner and operator of those studios. She's been doing that since 1986. And I took a bunch of classes there, including one of my favorite ones, which was a voice animation class that was actually conducted by the then person who was in charge of hiring voice talent for animated films from Disney. Uh, yeah, that Disney, exactly. exactly. And I learned a lot there. I learned how to do a, a two- or three-second uh, commercial. I learned how to do a 15, a 30, and a 60, and I got really good at it. But then I decided, you know what? I really need to get back to practicing law because that's really where my strength is. Well, here I am today, and the other thing I'm going to share with you, I'm 62 and a half years old now, and this is literally the first time I have ever been live on the air, on the radio, anywhere. So congratulations. If you're listening, you are listening to my maiden voyage. I feel like I'm being launched out of the slip into the bay. I feel like I should probably have a bottle of champagne to smash over my head uh, to rejoice in that. But I'll tell you, I'm really excited to be here today. And I'm also a little bit afraid, even though I've been on a stage as a stage actor for probably um, 45 years, even though I've done several hundred live seminars before audiences, even though I have performed Oklahoma in the Center for Performing Arts in San Jose when I was 20 years old before a crowd of 2,700 people. This is something completely and utterly unique in my life. So I'm happy you could be here today to join me for this, my first show on the air of Plan Your State Radio. Now, I plan on taking calls today. So what I want you to do is take a pen and paper. And if you feel like you want to call me today with some questions about estate planning, here's the number to call. 800-516-1220. That's 800-516-1220. My engineer, Marco, is standing by for your calls. And hopefully at least somebody's listening and somebody will call today. Otherwise, Quite frankly, I don't know what I'm going to do with my time today, but let's have fun together. Now, there's a lot of ways you can reach me, and I think it's time to share those, too. I've shared uh, bits and pieces of them over the last six weeks or so of my show. So, again, get a pen and paper ready, or if you don't have that handy, go back and listen to the first part of the podcast of this show that will be up on KDOW uh, probably within 24 hours after the show is done. First thing, if you have any questions for me that you'd like me to answer, either in in person by email or on the air, if I think it's one that's going to be a really good question, or if you have suggestions or comments about the show, you can email all of those to me at planyourestateradio at gmail.com. Now, Plan Your Estate Radio is all one word, no dashes, no underscores, no dots. So it's Plan Your Estate Radio at gmail.com. At the same time, I urge you to request a copy of my free and pretty comprehensive California Consumer Guide to Wills, Living Trusts, and Estate Planning by using the same email. 
Now, if you want to find more about my practice or find excuse me, find out more about my practice, you can visit my practice website at lawbob.com. Yes, it's as easy as that. Law because I practice law and Bob because my name is Bob. So lawbob.com. I actually, when I originally was setting up my, my website, which is now about 19 years ago, which in Internet time means founded in 1565 in the real world, uh, I actually wanted Bob Law because I'm Bob and I practice law. But that was already taken, I think, by some kind of equipment rental company in the Midwest. I did notice it does appear to be available again, so who knows? I might just snatch it up and add it to the portfolio. But if you go there to lawbob.com, you can find out about all the different kinds of consultations that I offer for uh, estate planning, for estate administration, which is things like probate or trust administration. And you can also find out about a lot of other things. I have tons of information packed into that website. And I hope you take some time and go there and just kind of browse around. Don't worry, no one's going to be checking your bags as you as you exit the website. No one's going to be following you around, tapping you on the shoulder. Although I will probably be adding live chat in the future, so I'll be able to ask questions, maybe get some things handled right there. But I urge you to go visit lawbob.com and you'll find out a lot of information for me. Another thing you can do there is you can register for one of my free living trust seminars or free retirement plan trust seminars that currently I offer in my office one or two times a month on Saturday mornings. You could also visit my YouTube channel, The Law Offices of Robert P. Bergman, where you can see my Living Trust and Retirement Plan Trust seminars actually recorded there, about 45 minutes long, and you can watch them or you can download them and watch them later. My Living Trust seminar is about four years out of date, but most of the information in there is still relevant today. So you can't come to a live seminar, at least go there. After the break, we'll continue on with Plan Your Estate Radio. Now, back to Plan Your Estate Radio. Once again, your host, estate planning trust and probate law specialist, attorney Bob Bergman. And we're back. Before the break, I was telling you a little bit about uh, how you can contact me. And so far, I, I have to say I'm a, I'm a little bit disappointed in my audience. I don't know if I have an audience of dozens or hundreds, thousands, or as I was told, millions and millions of people are listening to you. We're relying on you. Um, but uh, so far, no one's called the show. Thought I'd give the number again in case you didn't get a chance to write it down. It's 800-516-1220. And I think I may have to actually raise the stakes a little bit here. I'm going to be acquiring for my office and for the show and for my listeners who want to call in and actually ask me questions on the air, I'm going to be acquiring some special either coffee mugs or very nice travel cups with the logo of Plan Your State Radio on there. Now, if you haven't seen my logo yet, you can go to the dedicated website 
that I've built out and I'm adding to all the time, which is, strangely enough, planyourestateradio.com. Now, that's separate from my lawbob.com website. It's devoted exclusively to this show. You can contact me through that website. You can also, I think I have it set up so you can post comments on the website as well. And uh, and eventually I may be uh, adding even some of the podcasts to the website, not to compete with KDOW, which does a great job podcasting my show. But you know what? In this day, there's so many different ways that people have to reach you and find you. I'll tell you what. I go back to the days of yellow page ads. And I think back when I started practicing law, they actually chiseled the yellow page ads onto slabs of rock and then kind of carried them around and dropped them off at people's front steps. Anyone still get the yellow pages and actually use it? Maybe use YP online, but um, I know the yellow pages. I asked them to stop sending them to me because I don't use them anymore. That's what your phone is for now to look things up. So all the old ways I had of reaching people in the past, most of those just don't work anymore. Um, so I don't advertise in the yellow pages, but you'll find me on Google+. Plus. You'll find me on Facebook. You'll find me in LinkedIn. You'll find me on Avvo, A-V-V-O dot com. Uh, Avvo is actually just for attorneys. You'll find me on Yelp dot com. And, and who would have thought that Yelp would actually be a place that people would go to look for a doctor or a lawyer or a dentist or an accountant or some other professional service person? I mean, when Yelp first came out, I looked at it and said, well, that's interesting. Now I can find someone to mow my lawn, get my hair cut, uh, maybe come and do a roof for me, um, work on my car get um oh get like the smog check done for my car and that's what Yelp started out as but now it has evolved into a major platform for people connecting with people like me it surprises me to no end that i have people that come to my website click on the schedule estate planning consultation link go through submit information go into my calendar book an appointment with me And when they answer, how did you hear about my office, they put, saw you on Yelp. And I'm going, you're kidding me. Saw me on Yelp. That that just astonishes me. So um, this radio show is one of the many, many ways I have of reaching out to my clients and to the public here in the Bay Area. I have found, for example, that my YouTube channel, Law Offices of Robert P. Bergman, has a reach that goes far beyond the Bay Area. My Living Trust Seminar, for example, has been trending at the top of YouTube for the keywords Living Trust Seminar for, I think, about 18 or 19 months now. If you go and search at YouTube, if you'd like to do that right now, don't worry, I'll wait for you. Are you there yet? Go ahead. Type in Living Trust Seminar Return. Now, the very top organic listing on your page should have a big green box that says the Living Trust Seminar. I don't believe in putting pictures of me 
staring at the camera or talking to you, that doesn't attract anybody. It, it doesn't tell you anything about what the video is when you just see a picture of a person pointing at a blackboard or something. That doesn't tell me anything. So I, I'm very direct, the Living Trust Seminar. That is my Living Trust Seminar that right now uh, is viral. It's been viral for many months, over 43,000 views, which is not a record. But I'll tell you what, the people who have beat me with records are people that have national shows. Um, I'm certainly the largest or most viewed Living Trust Seminar on YouTube in the San Francisco Bay Area. And I have found that people have actually seen my seminar in other parts of California and other parts of the country. I've had people call me from out of state because they have a family member, mom or dad or someone who lives in the Bay Area, and they have said, hey, I watched this, and I'm letting my mom or my dad know about this so that they can come and see you and help them. Isn't that amazing? You know, I'm just an estate planning attorney in San Jose. Nothing remarkable, although my kids would probably disagree with that. I'm, of course, the best dad in the world. I have the uh, the things they made at school to prove that, and I'm thinking of getting a mug from Cafe Press. But um, the point is that a lot of people come to me from a lot of different ways now, and this is just one other way that I've chosen to not only pass on information to you, my listening public, but also provide answers to the questions that you have. And I'll tell you what, I have people calling my office all the time, and I'll spend five minutes on the phone with you, maybe 10 minutes on the phone with you without you having to come in. And I don't charge for that. But I do find that a lot of people, once they talk with me, they find out they really need help from an attorney And they realized I took the time to talk with them, answer some questions, and they realized that I'm knowledgeable. I know what I've been doing. I've been doing this a long time. And as I've told you before, I'm board certified, specialist in estate planning, trust, and probate law, certified by the State Bar of California, Board of Legal Specialization. There's not a lot of us around, maybe about 100 attorneys in Santa Clara County, And we have close to 1.8 million people living there and over 8,000 lawyers. So there's not a lot of this around. I could certainly help you if you wanted to call my office. Feel free to call my office, uh, 408-247-0444. Right now, I'm likely to be the one to answer the phone, which surprises people. But in the future, I will likely have an admin who will be answering the phone and routing the call to me. But you can always leave a message if I don't pick up, and those messages will come through me through my email, which is another amazing thing that I just can't talk enough about. And uh, then I can reply back to your message and answer your questions for you. So somebody give me a call. I'd like to talk with people today. Otherwise, I'll talk about some other useful topics, hopefully that will be informative to you. So be coming back shortly after the break. This is estate planning attorney Bob Bergman. Flash back up. Join the show by calling 800-516-1220. 800-516-1220. Don't go away. Plan Your State Radio continues in a moment on AM 1220 KDOW. 
Hi, this is attorney Bob Bergman. Welcome back. So before the break, I was talking about oh, a lot of different things. I think this time I'm going to give you the I'm going to give you the phone number one more time, and this is your last chance. Uh, if nobody calls in, then I'm just going to talk for the rest of the show and talk about various topics that are of interest to me, and hopefully will be of interest to you. So the number eight hundred five one six one two two zero. If you call me and get on the air, I will make sure to get one of those coffee mugs or travel cups, whatever I decide on, uh, mailed out to you within the next one or two weeks. I think you'll really, really like it because I'm going to pick something that's very nice. Haven't decided yet whether it will go with just my logo or whether it will be a full color logo, which I'll tell you. If you go to planyourstateradio.com, you'll see I have a very nice logo for the show, and it's really colorful, really pops. And it has my dream in the center, which is a microphone showing that I'm on the air. And today, as I told you at the beginning, this is my first time on the air. So I thought what I'd talk about during this segment of the show is a situation that I came across just this week. Um, A a man here in California, not in the Bay Area, and actually another part of California, so I wasn't really able to extend um, actual help to them, but a man went to my website and he scheduled a consultation with me, a telephonic consultation, and then beforehand he got to me copies of a trust and attachments to the trust and the wills of his, uh, it turned out, it turned out to be his brother and his brother's wife. Now, here was the situation, and, and I'll tell you, I'm going to start right, right now by saying what you're about to hear is something I would not wish on anybody. But basically what happened was his brother and and his sister-in-law, they were, um, the sister-in-law was previously married and had two children from a prior marriage. And those two children were this man's uh, brother's stepchildren. So For the sake of argument, let's call the brother John, and let's call his wife Mary. And then the two kids were, um, oh, it doesn't really matter what their names are. So there's John and Mary. So a number of years ago, almost 20 years ago, apparently they went to an attorney that worked for Mary in her company as in-house legal counsel. And the company was involved in something to do with real estate. And as near as we can figure, this attorney, who was not an estate planning attorney, created a trust and wills for John and Mary. Now, the trust was, I will say, it was very inartfully drafted. It had internal ambiguities. One of the major ones, which is an issue right now, is who exactly takes over as the trustee when both John and Mary have died? The language of the trust seems to imply, or I could argue that it implies that if they're both deceased, then there is a trustee from John's family and there's a trustee from Mary's family serving together to handle things and wind up the affairs of the trust. However, it doesn't explicitly state that. So right now what's happening is only a trustee from Mary's family, since she 
um, only a trustee from Mary's family, is acting as the trustee right now, and that trustee is one of the stepchildren, and that is causing some serious issues. In the trust, there was no language saying who receives the property of this trust when John and Mary have died. Instead, it makes reference to an attachment called distributions. Now, I will tell you right now, it is not a good idea to use an attachment for distributions of the major property of a trust when you die. Um, You might use an attachment or a personal property memorandum for uh, giving away specific items of personal property like a set of golf clubs, um, maybe a, a ring, maybe a piece of furniture, um, a car that's not exceptionally valuable. All these things can be done without hardwiring them into a trust. Uh, in fact, my clients do that kind of thing all the time. Uh, the problem is if you put a distribution attachment, now you ask the question, how do you know that that attachment is properly done? What if they want to make changes to it? Are they making change it, changes to it themselves? And the other thing is, if the original trust was signed, dated, and notarized, as this one was, does that mean that the distribution attachment needs to be signed, dated, and notarized as well to be valid? I'll tell you here in California, there is no legal requirement at all that a living trust or a trust of any kind that people create during their lifetime be notarized. It's a common practice. It's a very good practice because now you have some independent verification that the people who signed the trust actually signed the trust because that means they also signed the notary journal of the notary and the notary presumably is also either a witness to the signing or is at at least a witness to the people coming in and who signed the trust acknowledging that they signed the trust in front of the notary. Uh, That's another thing. You don't actually have to sign an acknowledgement before a notary. You just have to come in and say, uh, notary, that's my signature, meaning you've acknowledged that's your signature, and the notary can notarize the document for you. Now, it's different if you're signing a sworn statement under penalty of perjury where you're actually sworn in by the notary and the notary does what's called a jurat, which is which is basically an acknowledgement that it's a sworn statement. That has to be signed in front of the notary. It's a different type of notarization. In this case, though, we didn't even have that. There's a distribution document that was attached to the trust and it's not dated, and it's not signed at all. So that raises, I'll tell you what, this kind of thing is the kind of question you'd see on the specialization exam for estate planning, trust, and probate law that the state bar would administer. They'll give you facts like these, and then they'll ask you things like, what are the issues? What are the legal issues? Discuss. Is there anything in the probate code that helps us with these issues, helps us to decide what happens next? And then what are the possible outcomes? Things like this. This would actually make a great question on the on the specialization exam. In the case of the distribution attachment, 
what happened was it identifies in there that the property is to be passed on in trust to the the trustor's children, trustor's plural children. Um, and then at the end of it, before it goes to what happens if there are no living trustor's children or their descendants, it says, basically, our children are N-A, not applicable, and N-A, not applicable. Now, that was absolutely true. John and Mary did not have children together. Apparently, they wanted to. They couldn't. Then they talked about adopting. They didn't adopt. Adopted children would have counted as their children by the terms of this. So now we end up with a trust where John and Mary have died. And the question becomes, who gets their property? We have an unsigned distribution page that says who gets their property, but it's unsigned. So the question is, is it valid? Did it need signed? Should it have been signed? There's places to sign and date. It's not signed and dated. That's significant. That suggests that somebody dropped the ball or they signed another one, and this was just the copy, and the other one's lost. Nobody knows the answer to that. But here's the problem that's now come up. The stepchildren, remember them? They're asserting that their mother, Mary, and their stepfather, John, intended them to actually be beneficiaries of the trust. So they actually have filed in the court asserting that they are the sole beneficiaries of the trust because they are the trustor's children. Now, they're excluded. They're not mentioned in the trust. In fact, it says there's none in the wills of both John and Mary. Mary says, these are my stepchildren, but they're not provided for because everything's in the trust. John says, I don't have any children at all. So we've got this mess now. The actual, um, the actual person who would inherit under intestacy, meaning that there's no will or trust at all, which I think is likely what's going to happen in the court, if the court's fair, is actually John's elderly mother. Not the man who contacted me, his brother, but John's mother. So John's mother, I'm hoping, will get half of the property that came from John and Mary, but stay tuned. I may find out in the future when they actually have a trial, which is supposed to be coming up within the next few months, what the court decided. I think it's a fascinating case, but you know what? What it tells me is don't do it yourself. And number two, don't go to the attorney who's not an estate planning attorney to do your planning for you. In fact, this attorney has taken sides with the stepson and has also submitted a declaration of the court that John and Mary intended everything to go to the stepchildren, which is not what the estate plan says. So... After the break, I'm going to come back for the last segment and kind of wrap up the show today. I hope you've enjoyed what you've been hearing so far. So this is Attorney Bob Bergman with Plan Your State Radio. Talk with you after the break. This is Plan Your Estate Radio with San Jose Estate Planning Attorney Bob Bergman on AM 1220 KDOW. 
Hi, this is Attorney Bob Bergman. I'm back for the final segment of my first live show today. I just wanted to put a uh, a little um, period on what I was talking about in the third segment about that very poorly drafted trust, The um, and that's this. What I told this person that I was talking to is that it might be possible for his mother to actually sue that attorney that did that estate plan for his son, uh, for her son and daughter-in-law. Uh, we have in, in California, we have the ability for a third-party beneficiary of an estate plan to sue the drafting attorney if the drafting attorney fouled things up and caused that person, that beneficiary, to have their right to inherit impaired or interfered with in some way or even reduced contrary to the intentions of the people who were creating the trust in the first place. Based on everything I heard, I thought there might very well be a claim against the attorney for malpractice. Now, I'm an attorney. I don't like thinking about malpractice. I carry malpractice insurance, but I will tell people if I think that the attorney fouled up, I'll tell them I think they fouled up. So I'm a straight shooter that way. Um, Anyway, that's something right there just to keep um, um, on the kind of the background there. I'm hoping to be able to talk this person in the future and find out how things turned out. And I'm hoping and praying that justice is done for his mom and she ends up with her deceased son's share of that estate, which my understanding is it's a fairly considerable estate. And she probably is it because she lost her son. Now, for the rest of the show today, I'm going to talk about um, a new type of service or level of service I'm going to be bringing into my practice probably in mid to late June of this year. So that is roughly uh, five or six weeks from now. I, I recently joined an organization called Lawyers with Purpose. Lawyers with Purpose is a membership organization that's nationwide. And Lawyers with Purposes, Purpose actually trains and provides practice systems and also comprehensive um, documentation and training and practice systems for attorneys who are interested in doing long-term care planning for Medicaid, which is called Medi-Cal here in California. I was with a, an elder law and Medi-Cal planning firm a number of years ago. And I got my first training there. It was actually an excellent firm. and uh, But I never continued it on when I went back into my own private practice. And I found in the last couple of years, I'm getting one or two families a month contacting me to ask if I could help them with this kind of planning. And I have said no, and I've referred them out to an, a colleague of mine that does a lot of that kind of planning. Well, I realized a couple months ago that I really need to start helping people calling me because I'm getting more of my own clients who need help for that planning for themselves and maybe also for an elderly parent or parents or an aunt or an uncle or even a friend of theirs who has an aunt or uncle or a parent that needs that assistance. So I have joined Lawyers with Purpose. Right now I am engaged in intensive self-study of training materials that they have available to me on their website, all sorts of videos of conferences, presentations, you name it, getting myself up to speed. 
Uh, I'm going to be going to the Department of Health Services office down in Santa Clara County, which is the county I'll be starting with. Eventually, I may extend to help people in adjacent counties, such as San San Mateo, Alameda, and perhaps Santa Cruz as well. But that would be later on. And I'm going to go down there and I'm going to ask them a bunch of questions and introduce myself so they can get to know me so that when I start working with them, with clients coming in that need to apply for Medi-Cal or anything else that deals with that benefit, they'll already know me at that department down there. Um, So to really cap it off, I'll actually be flying off the first week of June, so you won't be able to reach me the first week of June. I'll be back on um, or available on Friday the first week of June. But the first week of June, I'll be flying off to Hershey, Pennsylvania. Yes, that Hershey. You know, okay, I don't know about you. I love Hershey bars. I'll tell you, though, I'm not allowed to eat them anymore because of, well, I got the big D, diabetes. So no more Hershey bars for Bob, but I can always dream and and relive in my mind having those Hershey bars. But I'll be there doing intensive training in Hershey, and I plan on coming back hit the ground running, and start offering Medi-Cal planning services to my clients. I'm also going to be doing seminars either in my office or out in the general public. I'll be doing seminars on that as well, and I'll be building out my website to provide even more information on Medi-Cal planning. It's a big deal. You may think you have too much property to worry about it. You don't. You may think you have too little property to worry about it. You probably don't either. So um, that is pretty much winding it up for today. I'll let you know that the living trust plans that I do actually permit Medi-Cal planning without getting the probate court involved in that planning. That's a big plus, saves a lot of time and money. So send me your emails at planyourstateradio at gmail.com. Visit my website at lawbob.com. You can call me at 408-247-0444, and I'll be back next week, hopefully live from my office, Attorney Bob Bergman, Plan Your State Radio. Goodbye. You've been listening to Plan Your Estate Radio with estate planning attorney Bob Bergman. For more information on today's program or to schedule a consultation, visit lawbob.com, where you'll also find information on his upcoming estate planning seminars. L-A-W-B-O-B, lawbob.com. Or call his office in San Jose, 408-247-0444. That's 408-247-0444. And be sure to tune in next week for more Plan Your Estate Radio. Opinions expressed in the preceding program do not necessarily represent the views of the ownership, staff, or management of this station and are for informational purposes only and should not be construed to be legal, financial, or tax advice. Seek appropriate legal advice regarding your particular situation. Attorney Bob Bergman does not offer any guarantees with regard to the outcome of your legal matter. Prior results in other cases do not guarantee a similar outcome in your case. All rights reserved. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.